What is cracking today, you guys? It's Dave Mormon, your home service business coach. I'm coming at you live today with a solo round. Uh, we're going to get into uh, some some pretty cool stuff here. But before I do, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to two of the sponsors here on the show. Uh, the first one is Jobber. Uh, we've been using Jobber at my home service business now for going on three years. Uh, everything for making quotes, creating jobs, moving crews around, creating invoices, and even collecting payments. Um, Jobbers, honestly, you guys just made it so easy for me scaling up this business of mine. As you know, we're we're working to push to get to close to a million dollars this year, and we really need some back-end systems to keep us organized. So for us, that's Jobber. It keeps our teams organized, and it's been uh, super awesome. And also the support has been so good as we've grown. Um, they've grown with us uh, as well. So if you're looking to give Jobber a try, definitely hit me up. I've got a link here in the show notes. Uh, not only do you get a free trial, you know, lots of stuff as a free trial, big deal. But with this link, you can actually get 20% off for your first six months and give the software a try, uh, become a member and get onboarded and save yourself some money. So I've got a link there for you. Um, the second show sponsor comes to Nice Job. Nice Job is our review service automation partner. So if you're looking for five star reviews, guys, it's 2021 now. Get with the times if you haven't yet. You need to be absolutely borderline obsessing over your Google reviews and your star rating. You know, companies that are in the high 4.0, you know, four, five, four, six, four, seven, four, eight, four, nine, five point oh. Those are the companies that are gonna be getting the phone calls from your customers. Anything south of that gets a little bit dodgy. Uh, as a homeowner, I'm not quite sure if I want to give you a call. So you got to have those five-star reviews raining in. As a business owner, you're so stinking busy running around doing a million things. You don't need more stuff to do. So with nice job, we're able to get five-star reviews on the regular, automated. Uh, it puts the customer in a sequence and even um, it even links up nicely with Jobber so that we can actually get our customer followed up with. People aren't writing you reviews, guys, because um, they don't want to. They're not writing you reviews because they get so busy. So nice job just gives them a little nudge in the side and says, hey, remember that time you hired Bill's pressure washing? Yeah, you should probably write them a quick review. It'll take 30 seconds. Here's two options. Where do you want to leave your review? So nice job has been incredible. So guys, you got to level up your technology game in today's day and age if you're going to make anything of your business. So highly recommend that you get on these service platforms. Like I said, I've got both the links linked up here for you in the show notes. And I'd highly encourage you to look at Jobber, to look at Nice Job, and get your business rocking here on the next level. Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, so let's get after it today, you guys. I wanted to start with sharing a short personal story of my life the from last week uh, and just kind of share 
how cool it is to be a entrepreneur in the home service space. Now, as you guys know me, I am not the four hour work week, sit back and watch the checks roll in and it's all sunshine and rainbows and easy and smooth sailing because that is not what home services is. In fact, it can be quite the opposite as you scale up your business. But like anything, the greater risk and reward means, uh, you know, the higher up you dial the risk, the more reward you can get. So if you choose to go the enterprise model and put multiple trucks on the road, have employees, scale up your business, um, there's going to be a level of reward that comes with that. You know, the alternate is you stay small, stay an artisan-based business, you remain self-employed, you don't bring employees onto your team, you keep everything in your control. Um, you know, that is one one second option as well. But unfortunately, the reward is not going to be as 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 great as if it is if you do it right in the enterprise model. So I wanted to share a story from this last week. Uh, kind of a win in my life, in my entrepreneurial journey, what's going on is I'm pushing into this enterprising model. You know, I don't want to have the biggest business in the whole world, but I want to have the business large enough that I can afford to pay uh, a team of management to run my company so that I don't have to be there all the time, 24-7, checking in on things. I don't want to have to do everything in my business. I'm not Superman, nor do I desire to be. And you guys who know me know how much I really desire my time freedom and being able to have a really flexible schedule. But I also want a business that can function when I'm not there. And so if you're looking for clarity on this, I can chat Morty on it. There are key differences from being self-employed to being a business owner. You know, the key thing is, can you go away and can your business continue to run? And so I wanted to share a quick win from last week. Uh, my wife had her birthday, and so it's uh, funny that uh, her birthday comes on May the 7th, which in the cleaning world is kind of one of your busiest weeks of the year, to be honest. Like, it's so hard to get away in April, May, June, even into July, because for those of you who run seasonal-based businesses, you know, like, the weather's good then, it's warmer, the sun's out, people are calling. It's a very hard time to get away. It was like that as well back when I had my painting business. The the spring is just like go time. So that's when my wife's birthday is. And we always try and take some time off um, during during that time. And this year with, with COVID and things, obviously, we didn't get on a plane and travel anywhere. But we hopped in our car and we drove about an hour away to the downtown to Vancouver. We booked a hotel and we stayed there for four days, three nights and four days. And so... I wanted to share that win in that just being able to get away was amazing. Um, we had a great time, uh, kind of hung out, ate some great food, drank some good beer, and had some nice walks along the seawall and and just, you know, really took it easy, did a little bit of shopping, and just, you know, she, Alex just had an amazing, incredible birthday. So the win, though, with that was me being able to get away, yes, but, you know, I, I tried to uh, go dark the most of the time that I could, I still kind of cheated a little bit and checked into Slack and Jobber just to see how we were doing. Uh, I think I talked to my operations manager once as well, um, but it was it was quite minimal. You know, I, the business was running without me. And when I came back, I checked the report because I thought, you know, I want to know to the dollar how much work did we produce, what happened when I was gone. And I ran the report. And so I wanted to share it with you here. When I was gone for four days, our team produced 
$30,000 collected in the bank and, uh, and did 32 jobs. So $30,000 collected 32 jobs, which was incredible. Honestly, I was so stoked with that. Um, you know, I don't look at that and be like, Oh, what a small amount of money. It's like, you got to celebrate the wins as you go. And I'm just like, man, for me to be away with my wife for her birthday, and we were able to bring $30,000 in the bank collected, and we produced 32 jobs. Now, you know, for those of you listening, it's not $30,000 in my, in my jeans, you know, that's not all net profit margin by any means. But a chunk of that is net profit margin and a chunk of that is going to our technicians and a chunk is going to our managers and to our marketing. And you guys know, as you scale a business, there's costs involved. It's not all cash money, but a chunk of it is. And a chunk of it was earned with me not even being there, which is, you know, a huge credit to my team that I can go away and the business can continue to run. Um, because there's a difference too, right guys? Some of you will go away and you have a crew member or two and you actually lay them off for a week or four days while you go away. Again, that's not really the proper way to run a business. You got to have the thing running while you're not there. So by no means am I Superman, by no means am I like, wow, this is so amazing. Look how easy this was. All I'm saying is this is a testament to if you can put in the time now in the early years as you grow this thing, build proper systems, proper infrastructure, put in the right people on the right seats in your bus, you don't need to be on driving that bus every single day, right? For us, it's a pretty simple company structure, which I'll tell you about here. The company structure here I've got is as follows. So we've got an operations manager. We've got an office manager. We have a marketing manager. And then we have myself and then we have a sales consultant. So we've got, we call it the Pentagon, right? It's this five corner shape in each role. Uh, each person fulfills a certain role in the business. And so every Monday morning, we have a management team meeting with the five of us and we go through each department, you know, how are we winning? How are we losing? What do we got to work on? How well is everybody working together? And that's turned into my role now is coaching that um, for group of people, you know, or coaching the Pentagon, which I'm part of right now. So that's where business really gets fun, guys. That's what personally I love doing. I love coaching. I love development. I love leadership. I love freeing up my time. I love working on the business, building systems, finding bottlenecks. And I've basically created this role for myself now where the business can continue to run whether or not I am in town. And so that's exciting for me. Because as travel opens up, I can look and say, look, I could be traveling across the world, staying in touch with my team, with Jobber, with Slack, with our communication tools that we use. And, you know, I'm not going to be, I never want to be a fully absentee owner. I think, you know, building culture and being there for your team is important. And I'm on every weekly company meeting. But to be honest, if you're, if you're showing your face to your team, you're coaching your key leaders in your company. Um, you're actually doing your business a disservice if you constantly just stay in it and hover over your team and say, oh, did you remember to do this? What about this? What about this? Did you order that? Did you do that? Like nobody wants to work in that environment. So for me, I'm in entrepreneur land. I'm designing the rules of the game. I'm creating these roles and I'm finding the best people to put into those roles. 
and then I'm supporting them the best way that I know how. The favorite question I like to ask to my team members is how can I support you? How can I help you? You know, sometimes they're like, I'm good, you know, get get out of my way, get out of the office, I'll, I'll handle this. Other times they need help and they need a listening ear. They need some strategy. They need some help. And I'm not the, the know-it-all by any means, but I love to help and, you know, offer my opinion when it is needed in the company. So I wanted to open up by sharing that story, you know, $30,000 completed, collected, 32 jobs completed. And I heard very little about how those jobs, you know, went. We got in some great reviews. Uh, our office does a happy call and follows up with our clients. Um, and and we're not perfect. You know, I'm sure there were some issues there um, that our operations manager and our office manager just took care of. Um, maybe they had to hand out some credits for some, you know, if we damaged any property. I'm honestly not even sure at this point exactly. But I do know that money was collected. We're following up with everybody. And we reined in some awesome reviews. So wanted to celebrate that win from a point of encouragement from like, man, honestly, if I can do it, you guys can do it too. Like I'm not that smart of a person. I work really hard, but it's, it's not uh, rocket science here for lack of a better cliche. It, it is really simple, the path to scale your business. It's just difficult because it relies on people and also requires some brain power from you to pull yourself out of your business and actually start working on it. So, you know, there's no magic bullet here of like, oh, take this pill and you'll have an automatic automated business. I don't think my business is even completely automated yet by any means. Uh, I'm still, you know, making things better. And one of our key core values is the term Kaizen, which is just, you know, it's Japanese for continuous improvement and kind of came out of uh, Toyota's Toyota Corporation for how can we make things better? How can we run uh, our business leaner? How can we make things more efficient? How can we learn things? And so that's the key point I wanted to drive home with you is just what is possible when you actually put some intentionality behind systematizing your business. The, the students who come to work with me, the first thing that I want them to do is actually just hit pause. And like we just put up a red stop sign and just say like, stop doing what you're doing. Stop running on the hamster wheel. Like for you listening to this broadcast today, you might be driving to go see a customer who's ticked off or you're driving to go do a quote or you're driving to go do a touch up or pick up a check or pump out a job. Like you're doing all these things in your business, which is, which is good. But honestly, the better use of your time is actually just hitting stop and working on your business. I think too many home service businesses start up because it's really quick, really quick, really easy to start a business. You can start a business overnight, right? But to actually systematize it and put proper roles in place and build out a vision and a game plan and a financial blueprint and hiring agreements and all these things you need in place that most home service business owners don't have. And then they kick and scream and say, why is there no good people out there? No one wants to join my business. Well, of course no one wants to join your business because you're a stressed out owner running on a hamster wheel at 100 miles an hour and you've never actually taken the time, taken the intentionality to build out proper systems in your business. And that is why 
eight out of 10 businesses fail in their first five years is because they're not actually systematized. And I actually believe that a lot of people go into business for themselves when they would be better actually just working a job that they could move up in a company with. You know, some people start a business because they want to make $70,000 or $100,000. Well, if you work for a growing company and you're a key stakeholder there, even in a small business, you can make that kind of money in time as the business grows. And so, you know, it it's so great to brag that you're an entrepreneur and this and that, but I think a lot of people don't see the responsibility that comes with running your own home service business and all that it entails. You know, there's a lot of sleepless nights. There's stress with employee turnover. There's potential shortages of work. There is a financial component. You know, you need to have your sales balanced and calibrated to your production. Uh, You need to be up to date with labor laws. You need to be really good at marketing to get your phone to ring. Um, You need to be visionary. You need to be like always positive when you're around your team. Like there's a lot of things that you need to have a lot of different skill sets to be a well-rounded entrepreneur and to actually be successful in the space. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't actually have that. And I think they come into this business, you know, quite naive. I even look at myself, like back in the days, painting houses 12, 13 years ago as a, as a student painting franchisee, I had no idea what I was doing or what I was signing up for. I was just lured by the fact that I could make $20,000 in the summer. I thought that sounded pretty sweet. And it was like the first summer was just this rude awakening of like, like I actually lost 15 pounds because I never rarely ate lunch. I was running around stressed out. Like that was literally a young person working in the business all the time, just trying to get this thing figured out. And, you know, I wanted to quit a number of times. I almost didn't even come back for my second year because I'm like, this is just crazy. And so if you're living that madness right now, this isn't even a hard plug to join my coaching program. I literally just want you to hit pause right now and even grab my email off the show notes and just fire me an email and be like, you know, I'm having this problem. What systems do you recommend I start building? Because my business today has hundreds of systems in it. Everything from like how you answer the phone to how you send out a quote to when do you follow up to how do you book your jobs, to how do you price your jobs, to what's your packages that you sell in. Um, all these things got to get set up in your business because I really don't want to have a pressure washing business that does you know, $100,000 a year and I'm the owner having to do absolutely everything. I never see my wife. I'm always out, always working, evenings, Saturdays, Sundays, up early, You just got to ask yourself, like, what is it all worth to you? Like, it doesn't, making a lot of money doesn't impress me if you lose, like, those you love and the lifestyle you want in the process to get there. Now, I'm not saying the first three years are so easy and you can live the four-hour work week. Like, I'm not saying that. But I do think you can grow and scale your business to a point where it runs without you. And I think even in getting there, you, you have to work very hard for sure, but I think you can be very strategic with how your time works. And I don't think that you need to be grinding nights, grinding weekends, evenings, 
uh, I really don't think you need to do that because I didn't do that. I haven't worked evenings. I rarely work weekends, Saturdays, early morning, a little bit. Sundays are typically always off. So you don't need to throw endless amounts of hours at this. It's it, you definitely got to work hard with it. But I think if you put, you know, 45, 50 hours a week to grow your business, you could, uh, definitely get it up and going in the first, you know, couple years, two, three years, as long as you're working on the right things in your business. I don't want you going on site, squeegeeing windows or going to site, pressure washing driveways or soft washing houses. That's not going to push your business forward. That's not going to move the needle on this thing. You got to actually be building out proper systems uh, like I've mentioned, you know, on this episode. So I hope that there's some good value in this here for you. I'm not, uh, you know, bragging it up. Wow. Look how great I am. I still got problems as we scale. You know, that's another point that I want to mention here is as you scale up your business, you know, you're never going to be without problems. So people think, Oh, if I listen to Dave and I grow my business from a hundred grand to 500,000 or to 750 or whatever it is, that your problems go away. I'm definitely not saying that because I still probably have the same amount of problems as I had when I was a, a smaller company, but your problems do change where now my problems are like system problems. It's like, okay, why is our conversion low? Well, because we're saying this on every phone call. Okay. We should change that. Why do we not make as much money on jobs that are in this area? Well, it's cost more to send the crew out. We need to look at adding in a trip charge. Um, you know, there's people problems. Oh, this person doesn't work well with this person. You know, they're not a good fit. They're polar opposites. Okay. Do we need to change up the team? Do we need to let somebody go? Like those are the kinds of problems I'm now working with, which I can come home now at the end of the day. And like my brain hurts just because I'm solving people problems and I'm solving system problems within the business as you, as you grow. So, you know, to sum up, you got to really love your job here and love your business. You know, if a good test of this is like on Sunday night, when you go to bed, are you like excited looking forward to waking up on Monday? If, if you are like you're in your lane, you're building something that really excites you. Like for me, Monday mornings, I can't wait to get up, dive in with the team meeting, get working on Kaizen within the business seeing how we did the last week, catching up with the team. Like I love Monday mornings, but it hasn't always been like that because there was a number of years where I was like, okay, I got to organize all these things. I even remember days I'm like, I have 85 things to do today. One day I counted and it's like 85 freaking things to get done. It's just miserable and it's a ticking time bomb. So, you know, you got to be really loving what you're doing. Otherwise you probably won't last in this space because I think home services is so people dependent that it will wear you down if you don't have a strong team. And if you end up just being this master juggler, having to do everything, um, you will burn out in time might not happen this week or next month or next year, but I just don't think you can keep up this horse and pony show where you Bob do absolutely everything in your business. And that's kind of what home services is today. If you look at any major market, you're going to have your dominant players. But I think a lot of that market is made up of these like small 
owner operator, small businesses in the home service space still kind of figuring it out. And so, you know, I want you to kind of step back from your business. And and that's why I started my coaching business was because I said, there's too many of these guys, too many of these girls approaching their business with this technician mindset. We've got to do something to shift out of that. And I really think your key to freedom to, to transitioning from technician into CEO is really a keen focus on systems. You know, I couldn't just leave for four days and have 32 jobs get produced and $30,000 collected if there wasn't systems put in to the business. And I didn't build those in a, in a night or in a week or a weekend. Those have been like in the works for the last couple of years, you know, looking at our service process on the job site hiring the best people, creating a vision, costing everything, making it easy for customers to pay, having everything organized nicely on Jobber, having someone to go do the estimates, like all these systems need to get dialed in place. I, you know, people are like, oh, there's no good people out to join my team. Well, even if I gave you the best 10 people in your market right now, who would be like absolute studs in the homes, let's say you have a painting business, give you 10 of the best painters and I gave you a rock star office person, an amazing salesperson. Like this team could just blow up this business. If you don't have like the proper systems in place, as far as what you need to do on the job site, what you need to say on the phone, how you price out your jobs. Like if you don't have this stuff set up, um, if you have the best people in the world, you're not going to get anywhere. You need to give them a roadmap of like, need to give them rules like this is how the game gets played you're a technician you're a painter this is what you're in charge of this is how we measure success and so as gerber says in the e-myth we want to have a systems dependent business not a people dependent business and i would even say in home services it's not really like a mcdonald's where you can just you know one of my students was is running a sprinkler uh repair company you know, and I was saying, it's not a McDonald's model where we can just grab anyone and say like, oh, this is how you diagnose broken valves and sprinkler systems. It's like, there's more of a technical component to some of these things in home services. So I don't want to be naive and just say, you could have a 15 year old kid, plug him in a week of training and boom, he's running the McDonald's joint. I think there's more uh, more of a barrier to actually training someone to be like a really good specialist. So I think we got to be cautious just saying, oh, it's just systems. You can hire anybody like to have a technician, you know, have a clean driving record, drive to your customer's home, fulfill the work order, offer great service, smile, call the customer by name, do the job diagnose the job, do a walk around, collect payment, ask for a review, update you. Like we are asking for a lot from these technicians. And I think we're asking a lot, but then we're only offering to pay like $15 an hour. It's like, that's no way to grow your business. So it's kind of a hybrid role in home services where yes, you need the systems for sure, but you also need to have great people to work those systems. So I think it's kind of somewhere in the middle where you do need both, but I think a lot of home service business owners, they can't get the people because they haven't yet 
worked on the systems in their business. Uh, even if you're new to your industry, right? You can build out some basic infrastructure of how a job is to go and how do you measure winning within your organization. So those are my thoughts for today on just how cool it is to be able to set up a business that can run without you. Uh, again, it's a testament to the systems and it's a testament to the people on my team. And it's all footnoted of the fact that it's never easy what we do. But as home service business owners, we have a real opportunity here in our marketplace to really do something special and bring a team together to create a lot of value for our clients. So I want to encourage you, whatever industry you find yourself in, in the home service space, just keep on pushing and keep fighting the good fight. But also look yourself in the mirror and be like, man, maybe Dave is right. Maybe I need to hit pause with all this craziness right now. And like, it might not be the best time right now in busy season, but maybe block off a week, like right now, just book off like, you know, July 7th week. I'm going to just take one week off because I'm going to actually create this Google document and have all these systems that need to get made during that week. You know, you've been hearing system, system, systems, but I think a lot of times people don't actually know what systems they need to make. So again, if you want a list of systems that you got to make in your business, grab my email off this, just be like, what's going on, Dave? I heard you mention this list of systems. Um, this is the big problems I'm having in my business. Can you maybe point me in the right direction? And I'll close up for those of you who are like, yeah, you're, you're shaking your head right now. Like this is resonating. Like this is crazy. I want to be able to go away. I want to get a bit more of a balanced lifestyle. Definitely book a call with me, guys. Um, I've got it linked up here, homeservicebusinesscoach.com. You get a free coaching call with me. You guys know by now listening to me, my style is fairly relaxed. I'm Canadian. I'm a pretty chill guy. I'm not going to strong arm you with any weird sales tactics. I love to connect with home service business owners and you know, we'll hop on the call, see if we're a fit to work together. Uh, if we are, that's awesome. Welcome to the family. If not, um, you know, I'll give you some actionable advice and send you out the door. Uh, and you can always keep uh, in touch with me as you go through uh, with your journey. It just gives me so much uh, gratitude and puts a smile on my face that I'm able to help other entrepreneurs in our space um, literally get into their mind and readjust the furniture in their mind and transition them from being a technician, doing it, doing it, doing it, to actually being an entrepreneur and stepping back and saying like, where is this thing actually going? You're not actually in the pressure washing business. You own a sales and marketing company that happens to pressure wash homes. So you got to know what business you're in. And I'll leave you with this. As a business owner, guys, I was sharing this with my group this morning. You got to be really good at three things. One is marketing. You got to get the phone to ring. You got to generate business. Two, you got to be really good at recruiting and attracting the best people and training them well. Three, you got to be really good at finances. You got to be financial whiz within your business and know where all the dollars are going so that you can actually be profitable. So that's what it's all about, guys. Transitioning from technician to CEO and making this business serve you. You know, you've done enough years, you being a slave to it. What if I could get in your mind and tell you there's another way to grow this thing? And there's no weird tactics here. It's just 
here's the systems to build. I'll help you build them and your business is going to be better for it. So I wanted to thank you so much for listening. Book your free call with me and I look forward to connecting with you guys very soon. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.